Welcome to the excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. Hey, Nora, how you doing? I'm good, Bill. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. I'm starting a new year here and uh, having some uh, interesting challenges with my uh, new software here, but, you know, surviving the best I can. How are things with you? Oh, yes. No, I can I can completely understand that. It seems that even though we are in 2024, my laptop and computer does not like to understand that fact. So. Right, right. You know, I uh, met a, a gentleman lives here in my neighborhood, and uh, he one of his big job was dealing with the Y2K controversy. You remember that? Logic? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That was what he used to do for the banks and everything like that. They were really oh, wow. worried about all the things with not being able to change from 1999 to 2000, right? Because it, <laughs> yes. cause, cause they'd only coded two digits into right. all the computer yeah. programs. And so, yeah. Right. So anyway. Like, oops. Didn't think about that. Right, right. <laughs> That's we, somebody else's problem, right? right? <laughs> we, we won't have to worry about that for a little while longer, hopefully. Hopefully we fixed all of those problems. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I'm just getting back from uh, from a nice holiday break here, and uh, I wanted to bring up a somewhat popular, no, maybe a little late, but somewhat popular topic today during our podcast. That not as I popular as Y2K. I mean, come on. No, well, probably. It's pro yeah, I, I think it might be, but Is you know, maybe like not as controversial. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> but so. Uh, over the holidays, my parents gifted my son Disney on Ice okay. for Christmas. We Wonderful. celebrate Christmas. That seems great. And I am of the age, the Facebook group oh. of individuals. I yeah. know. Um, and I was, I took pictures. I took a family photo of my husband and my son and I, and I was going to put it up on Facebook because we did not do Christmas cards this year. We decided that we were not going to do that. We're going to save money, do other stuff. Anyway, All right. went on to Facebook to post the pictures. And for the first time, right? Yeah. I, how many times have you like gotten onto LinkedIn or you've gotten to an email and you're like, oh, what am I going to write? Right. right. That's going to sound intelligent. That's not just the picture. Right. I click on. And Facebook gives me this great option of write with AI. No way. Really? And I was like, what is this feature? Yeah. Right? Because now I'm inquisitive. So when you click the write with AI, you can type in yeah. how you want it to be. So like, make your post exciting, make it longer, make it shorter, fix my grammar. Right. Make it professional. Make it funny, heartfelt, inspirational. Anything that you can think of, right? right? So I wrote in this like two two sentence thing of we all went to Disney on Ice. It was great. Yeah. Did a right AI and it turned it into this beautiful paragraph of the inspirational, really um, heartfelt Disney adventure that we and I was like, you know. Why not? Wow, this is amazing, right? Yeah, it's totally <laughs> it fake, like, but it's amazing, right? Right. Okay, so here, right. Okay, so you just went into what I was getting at, right? It's fake. Right. 
But that's where I'm like questioning, right? Sure. Because here's the situation. Yes, it is not. It's it's not real, right? Right. Like it wrote something up based on the algorithm. It came up with an algorithm based on the words that I put in. Right. Okay. So it's right. not, you know, it's not like it knows about Disney on ice. It's not like it saw Disney on ice. But what it came up with, I still proofread it and made sure that it right. was accurate. Yeah, but here here's here's the here's the analogy to this. Have you well, I don't know if you have. Have you ever been to uh, Japan? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, but you may have seen this in certain uh, restaurants here in the US or maybe even in Europe. A lot of times in Tokyo and Japan, the restaurant will have a glass window and in the glass window it will have a representation of the food. It looks beautiful. It looks just like it. It's like art, right? Do you know what I'm yes. talking about? Yeah, except I've seen it at IHOP. So okay. <laughs> okay, same Japan, thing. <laughs> same thing. They have IHOPs in Japan too. They're wonderful. Uh, and and to me, the generative text, the AI is sort of like that. It looks just like the real yeah. thing. Looks scrumptious, right. but it's right. all fake. Okay. And that's the other thing too, right? Because we have talked about doing generated AI for photos sure. and images, right? Yeah, I should say I've images, not I've, photos. I've but done image, it. Yes, we've done it. We've right. done it on our LinkedIn. Right. Um, and it's a fake. We've talked about deep fakes. Yeah. Oh, that absolutely. was another one of our podcasts. Same thing. I mean, um, I mean, all on different levels. But then you know, like this is a really big topic. Whether oh. we're talking about Generative text versus right. like generative graphics. Sure. It's 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 nothing, you know, I don't see anything wrong with using it as a tool to get started, but you shouldn't right. represent it as your work. It, you know what I mean? You know, it's I like, completely agree. It's like using to me, it's like, you know, if I go really old school, it's like using a calculator in your math class. Of course, yes. you can use a calculator in your math class. Yes. But at the end of the day, you're responsible for doing it right, no matter yes. what the calculator says. Yes. Right? And same thing with like, gen you know, like I almost associated similarly with Wikipedia. Yeah. When you go to Wikipedia, you're taking you a know that you're taking a chance. You have to take a look at the sources. Right. A lot of the time, it's okay if you're using it just to kind of get like a general idea, but right. it's not a source that you would put in a technical report or in a technical paper or I've, in your you thesis. It's funny. I've seen go, I've seen people do it, but it's not like yes, a good practice. It's, right. It's like a it's like a ooh, it's cringeworthy. Right. 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 Like it could be a legitimate wikipedia page where the sources are like you know pages upon pages long sure. and it's correct information but sure, as soon as you be. hear wikipedia people get like ooh, they get cringy right they get like mm, not so sure about that well because you could put almost anything in there and it, it is very yes. dependent on the community that was allowed yes. to edit that and we've seen this impact within the etc we are founding partners we have seen published quote unquote articles papers by a generated generated ai text right no author is listed where some of the information is like okay that's true other the information you're like whoa where whoa. did you get that that's completely untrue that's right. not 
you know, that's really not on the surface with how it really is. Like you're really kind of getting into a dodgy situation. Right. So we have seen this go both ways. Right. Um, but one thing that I do really love about, um, you know, things like Grammarly, right. Sure. Or generative text. I can't tell you how many times I've been in the situation where I just have brain fog. Right? Sure, sure. It's a good can't way think of to a get, synonym. It's a good way to get yes. unstuck, right? It's a good way to get unstuck. And it's very similar. It reminds me of when I was back in university. When right. we would all be sitting in the lab together, we'd have to write a paper and be like, hey, I'm really stuck. And you'd start talking it out with people. Right. Right. And you would start kind of developing the text, the message in your head. Now, granted, you were doing it with another person. So a lot of the times, some of the verbiage that you utilize might not have been yours. Sure. It might have been the person that you were actually talking with that gave you the idea. I see this all the time with resumes. Yes. How many times, Bill, have I sent you my resume for something that we put in for the COE and said... Right. I am stuck. I can't do, even explain what I do. How do you, how do you explain? Right. How do you explain yes. what I do? Right. That yes. is like a perfect well, line. And they, there are, uh, I believe there are <laughs> programs out there because I've seen this on LinkedIn. Yes. <laughs> if you go to LinkedIn and do the premium account, it will use mm-hmm. AI to help improve your, basically right. your resume or your profile on there. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's very, it's, it's very interesting, right? Because I really feel that there is, helpful AI that is out there that is, you know, benefiting us as professionals, as students. Um, But then there is situations where it can get you, I feel like, into a lot of trouble. Well, it's, you know, (laughs) this this reminds me of an old saying of, you know, when you write a check, your butt can't cash. So that's right. that's been used for for other things, more physical type things. But in this case, it, what I'm trying to say is, if you use AI to make yourself smarter in an area than you actually are, and you have no right. way to check whether the AI generative text yeah. is actually correct or not, you could be writing a check your butt can't cash here. Yeah. That, and, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 a problem, right? And. Uh, and, you know, the, the, one of them that I always come back to is um, exos. Sure. It's very, it's very difficult for the center, for ASTM, right. to utilize photos of individuals in an exo. Because a lot of the times you can tell who the manufacturer is. Right. It's really easy. We can't endorse. Like, like we're not right. there to endorse. We, we develop standards, right? Right. So one of the images that you you see often is an individual in an exo that is in like a white Oh, you love that one. That's, that's your favorite, exo, right? <laughs> and I can't stand it. Right. And it's really funny because Matt Marino, who is one of our founding partners, um, Prime Performance with, uh, you know, the center, it drives him nuts too. And I can understand, right? right. Because- here we are trying to educate, but it's difficult to educate when you're showing an AI graphic right. of what's supposed to be an EXO that really isn't a fair representation, right? right? Not fair at all. You know the, the exactly 
the better ones, I would say, that are more represented, but again, you run into endorsement issues, are a lot of the, the I'll say, medical exoskeletons for yeah. people with spinal cord injuries. That's that's right. really, you know, but the right. problem is you can tell whose they are. And so, exactly. you know, that that, exactly. is, that is why we end up doing graphics or art, whether yeah. we're getting our visual arts department to do it or using the generative AI art yeah. makers, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like there's so there's so many different AIs out there, right? From like the deep fakes to the generative text to the chat GPT sure. to Grammarly. Um, and I think just that there's probably, I would assume, Bill, you know, like I'm hearing through the grapevine that that standards are going to start coming out on this stuff because well, you it, know, it's something that needs to be, you know, here's managed, a, here, right? here's the thing, you know, and this is this is Bill's opinion on this uh, because ASTM has its own policy about AI and generative text and stuff, and I won't go into that. But my opinion is, if you're using it like a tool versus mm-hmm. And you understand how to use that tool and you're not trying yeah. to, to to go in an area you don't understand. You're just taking yeah. what's coming out of it as fact. Then I think it used in an appropriate manner, it can be very helpful for standards. You know, yes. I think having uh, also <coughs> like say if ASTM or ASME or IEEE or whatever had an AI engine for their standards. So that AI mm-hmm. engine looked at across all their standards and was used to help start new standards and stuff. And they had mm-hmm. some they had some knowledge about the data that was used yeah. for that AI engine. Then right. that seems like a useful tool. Using a AI engine that's just out there on the internet that you have no idea how it was trained and giving it access to your data, you're exactly. you're taking some risk there. And I'm not yeah. sure anybody's very comfortable with that right now. Right. It's like going onto a website and you're not quite sure and it asking you to verify your information and you just haphazardly put in your social security number without actually checking that it's a legitimate link. I mean, right. Right. Those are again. So maybe it's not even, you know, standards, best practice. Again, coming back to that whole idea of Wikipedia, like there has to be an understanding that it is a useful tool Right. When it's used properly, just like we when talked about. When it's used properly. And when it's you under- not like peanut butter. It's We're not, not going to spread it, it on, on everything. Right. And, <laughs> and it's also understanding what's the underlying data that was used to train this thing. That, right. to me, yes. is like the key thing. So I'll go back to my old calculator example. You know, here's a classic thing that you can do for calculators to figure out whether a calculator is a, I'll say, an advanced one, or it's just a very basic, what we call a dumb calculator. So you put in this equation, 5 plus 5 times 5. Yep. Oh, order of operations. Yes. And so your advanced calculator knows how to do order of operations. So you right. do multiplication first. But if it's an old, but, you know, dumb calculator, it'll do... It's going to do it in the order. It'll do it in exact order. And uh, right. yeah, and that's wrong. And so right. that's, that's the same thing with your generative AI. You need yeah. to understand how it's operating to some extent. You don't have to understand how to program it, but you need to know how it's working, what data it was trained on, and what rules it's applying. That yeah. way you can use it effectively as a tool versus just using it haphazardly. Right now, a lot of people are just using it casually. I would be worried if people were using it very 
heavily for a business or technical purpose right now, right? I agree. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't, I don't think that would uh, produce very good results at the end point, right? But I mean, I think all of it is, is it's getting to be, I mean, it probably already is a much larger um, area that people are talking about. I'm just more getting wind of it with seeing it now affecting like my personal, right? Right. Um, but I mean, Outlook's been doing it for a sure. year or so now. I, I mean, mean, I go into Outlook email and go sure. to write my email and it's like auto filling in words right. for me. The and I'm like, oh, this is tech. great. <laughs> well, and it's, it's really no, no different than what we've had for, you know, in, in a real broad sense from spell checker to yeah. grammar check. Autocorrect. And, yeah, autocorrect. You know, that that yeah. that is not much different than what we're talking about. We're just yeah. talking about a much more advanced version of this that has right. a bigger database to pull from, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, then I think for 2024, you know, just, just letting people know that, you know, even though AI is out there, like, you're still smart. Let's make sure we're still using our brains when right. we're utilizing still use these brain. technologies. Well, and, you and, know, and uh, you know, understanding and, the impact. And if me and Nora figure out how to use it to do podcasts, you guys are in trouble. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, either that or they're just going to get better. So yeah, they'll know, totally they'll get go one, or the, one way or the other. Um, but uh, you know, if you see our if you see our posts on LinkedIn getting a little bit smarter, you'll know where the information's coming from. So. Maybe so. <laughs> All right, Bill. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to us today. Please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time.